0: Hey guys, welcome to Outdoor Brewers and Barbecue. This is Carly, your, Carlos, your host uh, here on today's mini episode on a road trip over in Cape Canaveral. I do have here, uh, as I describe him, my brother from another mother. All right, a very close friend. We've known each other now for over 15 years. Uh, we met back in 2005. Your name uh, says so the publican here. It's Rohit. Rohit, welcome to Outdoors Brews and Barbecue. Thank you. Uh, let's take a look here at what we're talking about today, right? Um, being at Cape Canaveral, I went ahead and went over to a brewery over here up in Cape Canaveral and we uh, decided to taste some of their beers. Um, the brewery themselves is, let me look them up because I already forgot the name off the top of my head. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, the brewery is called Carib uh, Brewing Co. Um, they are up here in Cape Canaveral, Florida. Um, they do have a couple of beers that we went ahead and tasted. Um, the first one we're starting today off with here is called the Sunshine State Florida Lager. Um, as far as the Sunshine State Florida Lager, let's take a look here at how I can best describe you this beer. An American style amber lager with roasted malt and caramel notes and a clean, smooth finish. Pairs well with our classic American fair cheeseburgers, chilies, onion soups, barbecue ribs, Monterey Jack cheese, and some spiced cake. Um, I don't know about the spice cake part, but I think it can go well with a burger or a chili. Fourth of
1: July, pretty much.
0: Fourth of July, exactly. Fourth of July type uh, scenario, as ironically today is the Fourth of July when we are recording this mini episode. Happy Fourth to you. Happy Fourth to you, everyone, right? Um, so let's go ahead and let's taste this beer again. Let's see who, what we got here. Now, sorry for the silence there, but as we taste this beer, um, what I kind of feel from this beer is like it really is a traditional lager to me. It is smooth. I feel like I can pretty much drink that with almost anything. It can be a barbecue, it can be a cake, it can be popcorn, it can be a hot dog, it can be corn on the cob, whatever the heck you want to put into the equation. But I really, to me, it's, it's a smooth lager to have on a nice pool day by the beach or at the beach, right, while you're getting a nice breeze right off the, the seashore there. What do you think? Taste it out. See what you feel from that beer. You know, I know you're not a 100% fear, ban- fear fan like I am. That's all right. You know, it's um, the first time for everything.
1: I would agree with you. I think that my old beer tasting days, it tastes like a Heineken. Um, that's the okay. first thing that came through my head. Um, it's kind of interesting. It says sunshine state. So when I first I think of sunshine state, I think of, you know, something that's gonna have um, a more what am I what's the word I'm thinking here? Creamy taste, if that makes sense. More of like okay. it, it's not like not creamy per se, but it's So you were thinking more of a creamy ale versus a lager. Correct. I never okay. would think if you gave me this right now, I would never think that this would be like your typical beer, like you just said perfectly, you know, sitting at the ocean. Drinking it, hot dog and all I would never suggest yeah. thinking in Sunshine. I don't think of Sunshine as that.
0: Just well, me personally. That's, that's what I feel f- based off of what I taste, right? I'm not going to relay it off the description that we got right off the website. I'm just off of what I'm tasting from the beer. That's how I would pair that beer with. Um, I feel like that's the lighter end of the beer scope as far as what I would take on a trip with me. But I at least have that beer as an option if I don't want something heavy, right? I can have it there with, uh, you know, a regular sandwich or, you know, if I'm out in the pool with my brother-in-laws and then they have to, you know, I need to be more aware than if I'm having a triple Belgium with 10% APV, you know, um, this one only has, this one ranks in at guys, let me take a look here at the website. I forgot to describe to you how, what is the APV level on this one? This is a 5% APV beer. So it lands right into the same family as far as, your average uh, Hannigan or Stella. That's the type of beer range that we're looking at here. Um, Minor notes to know about this beer is it was, uh, reading through here real fast, in 2016 and 2011, silver medal winner for American Premium Lager US Open Beer Championships. The 2015-2013 gold medal winner for American Premium Lager US Open Beer. Um, and then, two thousand twelve, silver medal winner as well. So it's it seems like it's it's got its reputation, right? It's a, it's a decent beer to have, right, for when you are out there on a summer day, as like a Fourth are. of July day, like a Fourth of July, right? Um, in Florida, as you see, you guys are up from Virginia, right? So yes, we are. Uh, it's ninety one degrees, but it feels like it's one hundred and seven due to the humidity, right? So right. you know you are simply taking the dog for a walk and it's a guaranteed uh, wet nut sack type uh, of a walk.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: All right. So I think of that, um, as far as accessories for this episode, guys, let's talk about an outdoor accessory, outdoor accessory that I did want to include in this episode was an accessory that I had recommended from another friend of ours who was in a prior episode. Uh, shout out to Amanda and Josh um, they did recommend a canopy uh, called the Ozark Trail 8x8 Instant Sunshade. Um, this can be found at your local Walmart. Uh, guys, I am not sponsored by any of these brands that we're talking about. Just a heads up. Um, this is just a outdoor recommendation. Um, no assembly required. The poles are already attached to the sunshade. Sets up in 30 seconds. Uh for the average Joe, I would give that a minute 15 to a two-minute scenario. Let's not go off a 30-second. Rohit had to help me out on this setup, and you saw yourself. It was not 30 seconds. Not at all. It took us at
1: least a minute and a half, two minutes trying to figure things out. All
0: and right. the wind did not help either. That is true. When you're getting wind right off the beach, it was not helpful. No. Darn thing. I almost went flying off on the first day. Um, Surprised it wasn't me. But minor details about this little pop-up shade. It it is sixty-four square feet, so you got eight by eight um, feet of setup, and you can you know hide your cooler under it, keep the cooler cool, as well as the, I hope you have ice in the cooler. Um, we and, had too much in, ice. Too much ice. Yeah, it so. was overflowing a little bit. It's all right. It's always better to to, to go over overboard than to Underboard. land on the under. And you know, agree. You'd rather not be down under. Um. As Unless far as it does have a detachable privacy panel. It does have two sides that you can put that privacy panel to the back end of the little pop-up tent already has a privacy sector. So they can't see anything really from the back. It does have a little ventilation area about six inches in the bottom, but the privacy panel can either be put on the left or on the right. It cannot be put on the front from what I can see because there was no little strings Velcro. to hold. Yeah. It was like Velcro strings. Yeah. So, and it's a 50 plus UV protection. So, you don't want to get fried by the sun. Other than putting on that recommended sun lotion, you can go ahead and jump under this uh, little sunshade. Right. Um, Nice little accessory to have for when you go out to a park, a picnic, you know, a barbecue, wherever you may be going out to, but especially the beach. All right. So, and this can be found at your local Walmart. Again, this is called the Ozark Trail 8x8 Instant Sunshade. Um, The only color I believe you can find this in now is. The little teal, teal, slash, blue, teal yeah. slash blue, teal green slash color. blue, yep. Um, when I had this recommended, it was available in gray, but apparently gray is no longer existent. All right, next up here, guys, we're going into another beer. It is the American Pale Ale. Um, let's go ahead and open up the cooler here so I can get that beer out for you guys, and we can give a description of what this beer is like.
1: Um, this is his brand new cooler, I should add, as well. And he's opening up the cooler and now All opening right. up the beer.
0: So, again, this is from the Carib Brinko. Um, the beer is called Hurricane Reef. It is part of a trio. But out of that trio, I went specifically for the APA, the American Pale Ale. Um, so, let's take a look at what this Hurricane Reef American Pale Ale tastes like. Uh, let's pop this open. So I'm uh, assuming
1: man. this is going to hit me like a hurricane then.
0: Oh, uh, well... Knowing you, yeah, it could. could hit you like a minor hurricane. I'm a lightweight, what that's can I why say? You're not drinking the whole bottle, that's why I'm drinking the bottle. Damn straight. Alright, let's see here. <clears throat> As you taste that there, you might notice a little bit more bitterness than the prior beer, because we are changing beer families here from a lager to a pale ale. That expression of your face said a thousand words. So what do you think? Describe to me what you tasted in that beer, and then I'll give you an inside look to what that beer is. The first thing I tasted and thought about in my head, bitter
1: to the bone. I would never, ever ask you to buy me that. You would not pay me to drink that thing. No offense to people that like IPA out there or APA out there. No offense, but
0: You know, it wasn't until, uh, 2020 that I can tell you that I got into the IPA family. All right. 2020 being stuck at the house and, uh, you know, the wife ended having to do work. And then eventually I had to jump into working from home as well. Uh, I was like, you know what, let me just get a subscription to, uh, a beer delivering company that's out there for you that don't know there is an application you can download. Again, guys, I'm not sponsored by any of these. I'm just giving you guys a head inside look. This application is called Tavor. Tavor um, gives you special edition IPAs or uh, APAs or sometimes stouts. Uh, also sometimes some special selective uh, other types of beers. Um, and what they do is at the end of the month after your, or on whatever date you select, they'll go ahead and ship that box to you with all the beers that you bought through that time period. So they give you three to four weeks for you to select whatever beers you like. And then at the end of that period... Um, they go ahead and send you the box of the house and then you got, you know, 12 to 18 beers you can go through tasting as far as different beers. But going back to the beer here from Curib, uh Brewing Co called the Hurricane Reef APA. Um, Hurricane Reef APA, from what I was able to find on their website, uh, is the perfect, perfect complement for those with a thirst for adventure. Thrill-seeking Hurricane Reef APA is the best enjoyed by not so faint at heart, taking the, the <laughs> drinker on an adventure journey into uncharted flavors, territories, enjoy, responsible. It uh, definitely
1: took me on an untra- on an uh, unexpected journey there. I'll yeah. tell you that. It definitely took me on a hurricane. Oh, man, for, for
0: American Pillow, I actually think it's really smooth. I, I When I tasted it at the brewery on Saturday, I liked it a lot. Um, I think that I would if I had to give you a description of what I felt from it, um, it really isn't too floral uh, as far as the scent. Um, I think that I can accompany this with, you know, a decent smoked uh, brisket or a decent smoked pear ribs. Um, it can go well with a burger. It can go well with uh, fried uh, calamari, fried shrimp as far as seafood. Um, i Don't see any other foods that I would really myself take. Um, If you're a sushi fan, I can't give you an insight on that. I don't eat sushi. Um, But I'm guessing if it can go with my fried calamari, it can probably go with your sushi.
1: I'm allergic to sea fish. I can't tell you either one, but I'll take your advice.
0: All right. Take your word on it. So that is, again, Hurricane Reef APA, the Hurricane Reef American Pale Ale by Carib Brewing Co. up here in Cape Canaveral, Florida. Uh, next one in our lineup, we're switching from an APA to something you may not like, my friends. This one is definitely going to be stronger than that APA, right? Let's do it. All right. So the next one up is a double Indian pale ale, otherwise known as a double IPA. Uh, it is the Brewmaster's Craft. It is fresh lively hop character is delivered from using four hops, variety cascade, Continental, Chinook, and Columbus. This double Indian pale ale is a unique balance of complex smoky and fruity aromas and intense bitter taste, complemented by its deep, rich aftertaste. So that gives me an idea that after I swallow, I may have a aftertaste that I want to be looking for, right? Bitter. Bitter?
1: Well, that's what it says. If it says bitter, I'm assuming it's going to be bitter.
0: I mean, you're the guy here who's tasting beers for the first time with me, man. I yeah, I taste these all the time. Yeah, you know, I do these on a weekly. For you, this is like
1: a... Once in a blue moon.
0: Once in a blue moon type scenario, except it's not a blue moon that you're drinking. I've never had a blue moon to say it either. Blue moon's like the thing you can get on a typical average visit to Olive Garden. I know. All right. Let's take a look here at... It's called Swamp Ape Double IPA. Uh... I like the artwork. The artwork is definitely something that as I was at the brewery, it was one of their entire walls was surrounded by the logo of this beer. You can see a huge ape in the background just looking at you with a vicious face. Kind of looks like the face my dog gives me in the morning when I wake him up to go out for piss at 5 a.m. Um, this one you are not going to like, my friend. The last but- two
1: ones I didn't really s- sniff or smell. Let me do that little... Sniffing and smelling test
0: first. No, we're just going up in class here, man. We're I'm taking you up from the lower end of the spectrum here into the deep. Because the next one that's coming up after that double IPA is going to be a stout. So what do you get? Tell me, what do you get from the aroma? Did you smell the beer? Because I definitely felt a floral aroma from that beer as I popped it open and as I took a sniff from the bottle before you got into tasting it. Can I be honest with you? What do you got? All three, the aroma for all three of these, to me, are all the same. Are all the same.
1: But if I had, I I can see where you're going with this. You're you're right. I'll hate this one. Oh, I know you would. But this is bitter. I thought that was bitter to the bone. This is like bitter to the bone on steroids, if I have to say. This is really bitter. Something that I would not, I don't, I mean.
0: Well, that's what happens when you jump into the family of Beers, you know, you go tasting from one level to the next, and the higher you go, as far as IPAs, now ironically, this for a double IPA, I do agree with you, is just a little bitter. Um, I I have had triple IPAs and quadruple IPAs, um, which I have not found as, as hoppy as this beer. <clears throat> so the bitterness is what they call hoppy. Correct. Got it. Um, single IPAs tend to be hoppy. Hoppy. Um,
1: double hoppy, IPAs,
0: hoppy. double IPAs seem to be hoppy. And when you jump into the, you know, triple and well, quadruples, let me guess.
1: if you go to the triple crow, you're hoppy, hoppy, hoppy.
0: Huh? <laughs> 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 I know. Uh, I tend to find the triples and the quadruples a whole lot smoother. Right? They're hoppy, but they they have a smooth aftertaste to it. Whereas, if when I go on a double or on a single, I feel like the hoppy after flavor is is really strong. Right. Um, but now that you, I know you didn't like this beer, I'm just going to drink the rest of it be my guest because this was definitely one of the beers that I liked the most by the way guys Swamp Ape does have 10% APV um, meaning that it has twice the amount of APV as the first beers you've already tasted so 10% alcohol for that one bottle yes sir don't give me that eyeball look <clears> like you about to fly off this chair I mean you literally only a sip that ain't gonna do anything to you no I had half the bottle already All right. and you're driving us hey My tolerance is 10 full versus yours. All right. So we'll we'll be fine. Um, Next up, after this beer here, we're jumping into a a stout. So we're changing families from, we've gone from lager to American pale ale, double IPA, so double Indian pale ale. And now we're jumping into the stout family. Stout family, I've never seen a stout that looks transparent. Um, Each one of these would have a nice gold color to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the Swamp Ape has a nice little goldish brown, uh, but, uh, the stout looks like the tar on my driveway. So heads up as far as what you're about to jump into and tasting. Um, let me look up the description here for this beer. Um, this is called triple X, triple stout, milk stout. All right. Um, it is the Macasson is a full bodied milk stout that is not too sweet. Not too bitter. Its overall sweetness is well-balanced by a bitter chocolate characteristic, a signature of chocolate malt used to brew the stout itself. Its APV level is only at 4.9, so it's uh, 1% below any other thing you've tasted here, or 5.1% below the last one you just tasted.
1: Do your IPAs and your APAs and double and triple, like you're saying, are those your highest... Um, volume is you like 10%? Is, no, no.
0: Uh, there's also, there's Belgian style beers. There's triple Belgian style beers. There's uh single, double, quadruple IPAs. There's lagers. So depending on, it's all really depending on the brewery and what they want to They ta- want the flavor to taste from that beer. And depending on the formula and how they put it together, they can't control what the alcohol level ends up being, right? It's it's all about making that beer taste good so that when you get it out of there, depending on its on its uh, class, right? What branch that it fall into. Right. The alcohol can re- can vary. Right. Um, let's pull this triple X beer out of the cooler here.
1: And this guy be this has to be the black one. The black this label as I call it. Is, the Doseki one I told you, even though it's not Doseki.
0: It well, you refer to Dos Equis because it's got the three X's on the bottom. Correct, uh, but it's a triple stout. So, um, as far as how this beer looks, it looks like that Dr. Pepper you have next to you as a backup to uh, mouth rinse yourself. All right. So let's pop this open here. Let's. Uh, I really like the aroma that's coming out of this bottle. It definitely smells like I would enjoy this stout. This is the first taste for me, guys. I have not tasted this stout before, so I will... It's going to take me a minute here to give you guys a real inside look to what is it that I feel from this beer. To me, it almost smells like chocolate milk, um, depending on how you want to describe it. Don't Don't do what Austin in episode two did to me, where he tells me that the beer smell like Expo markers. All right, because that to me was, uh, I almost choked on the beer head of my mouth.
1: It doesn't smell like Expo markers, but I will say it definitely smells like the um, the um one that we tried earlier, the one, the cold brew. It has a very similar okay. cold brew taste that we got.
0: So um, you're comparing it to the Guinness cold brew that we had tried earlier on the beach?
1: I would say about s- just smelling it. Okay. Just putting my nose to it. Yeah. Not as much. You can smell that cold brew from like a mile away, like you said, but not as much. But All right. Tasting, tell me what you got. Bottoms up.
0: Let's see what uh, the Beer Rookie here tastes out of the bottle. Definitely better than the first three. Okay. So you like this one more yes, than the first I three we've tasted. Okay.
1: Um, still for me, Beer Rookie, that's my nickname, I guess you gave me. All right. Um, it's still bitter for me because again, you know, I don't drink... So, this is not my cup of tea that I do every day, but if I had to choose, I would go with this one.
0: You would go with that one out of the three out that we have tasted so, so far? Yes. I will say right. that. This says so
1: it has a bitterness to it, but a bitterness that I can
0: I have a surprise handle. beer in the cooler that we, I couldn't even find a description for this next beer that we're going to be tasting after this, but it falls back into something maybe in between that Sunshine State, which was the first one you tasted, right, and the Hurricane Reef APA. Um, it is a limited edition from this brewery. So as we get to that beer in a second, I'll let you know what you're about to taste. And based off of what I tasted from it, when I did a very small sample of it on Saturday, when we got here to Cape Canaveral. Oh, wow. This is a very, very smooth stout. I feel like I would, uh, if I had to rate this from, a. to a five on my untapped app, I would probably give this a good, uh, I'll probably give this a good 3.75 borderline four. Um, Every other beer that we've tasted so far on the table, except for the first one, which was the Sunshine State uh, Florida Lager, I gave that one a 3.75. The APA I landed in at 3.5, and the Swamp Ape I landed at 4.0. But that's those are my taste buds. Those are the type of beers that I like. Um, I think they're very well done beers. But this one is is a, a close call. This was landing very close to the Swamp Ape. I may even give it a 4.25 for it being a triple stout, because I really I rarely go into the stout family. I don't either. Uh, Oh, I know you You don't go into any of these fans.
1: No, I do not. <laughs> definitely do not. Um, hey, man, you're going to
0: see the 4th of July fireworks tonight with different colors. I know. Right.
1: Yeah, it's like the rainbow color. Yeah, you're right. right.
0: You're so, going to see fireworks tonight with different colors, though. So. We'll be good.
1: Yeah. But I definitely think that- um, so, so far,
0: that's the one you've liked the most.
1: I think if I tasted this one, I would probably tell you off-had this was probably the best one I've had. But because okay. I've had the bitterness already to move up to this, it's a little hard for me to really- Digest, if you will, or really kind of have the the true sense. I, I guarantee, if I try this again just by itself, I'll have a different. But I did smell the aroma of it.
0: The aroma to me is like that chocolate with caramel and coffee beans. That's what I'm getting just from sniffing out of the bottle. All right, with its flavor to match that up, it it's almost on the same boat.
1: Okay, when I just did it right now, I can I 100% agree with what you're saying. I I can see that. I can see the caramel with chocolate and
0: coffee beans. You know, that's the kind of the aroma that I'm picking up from just smelling out of the bottle. Agreed.
1: Yeah. Just after just sniffing, like smelling it right now, that's what I I get from it.
0: All right. All right. So how's it going for your first beer tasting experience here, man? Let's be honest. This isn't like your, you know, seven car pass in Key Largo (laughs) 15 years ago.
1: No, not at all. That was... That was an interesting one, to say the least. In your Jetta, your 2005, in I believe you had freaking
0: German Jetta that I had not modified in any way.
1: No, you did not. You just and modified it when you saw that, when you just saw When it. I had to put the foot to the pedal. You, you put know. the foot to the pedal, did six cars, and then just looked at me, and I was
0: like, we're still alive. You're still alive. We're still alive. You're still alive. All right, man. Let's move over to this special edition beer. I did take another gulp of that triple stout because I did like it a lot, actually.
1: You know, it's funny how you mentioned the other three beers, how you kind of put put them how you would have, like, you know, with a cheeseburger or you would have that. Where would you put that one, just out of curiosity? Because you didn't mention anything yet, so it doesn't seem, if I know you, it seems that type of beer you would have
0: when you're just chilling at home. I would have this chilling at home for sure, but I also feel like I would probably have this beer if I'm having a chocolate mousse cake or I'm having some ice cream or I'm having some sort of sweets because I feel like this beer will go great with any sort of sweets you put to it. Um, How about a meal? Would, meal? You, would you put it with a meal? That's hard to call. If I had to put this with a food, what kind of food would I put onto this beer? I feel like it can go with a good steak. It can probably go with a sweet seasoned chicken breast. It can't be a bitter seasoning. I don't feel like that stout would match well with a bitter seasoning. Um, but if it's a uh, some sort of seasoning that has more of the sweet flavor to it, like I a
1: teriyaki glaze, teriyaki glaze, so it'd go really well with the restaurant that we went to when we first got in.
0: All right, yeah, will all right. Hey, I'm growing up. What can I say? you match that pretty damn well. I'm (laughs) not going to lie. That is a good combination. Thank you. I'll take it when I can get it. Reach over for those two cups over there behind you because this one, we are not drinking out of that bottle. We are, this is a growler. So here we got to serve this thing into some cups.
1: Just for the regular people, I am taking the smaller one and I'm giving him the bigger one. I'll keep my name.
0: Now this is a 32 ounce growler. Um, It is again from the, uh, Carib Brewing USA, Carib Brewing Co. here in Cape Canaveral, Florida. Um, this one here is called their Scottish Ale. Um, as I was at the brewery and we were talking to the uh, one of the brewery bartenders there and they were describing to us what really was it that this Scottish Ale was really about. The Scottish Ale is something that was made for, from the Scottish Ale recipes that they were able to get, excuse me, combined with the combination they used for the Sunshine State Florida lager, All right? So it's based off of this recipe as the base fundamentals, being the Sunshine State Florida lager mixed with some other spices that reclassified this as a Scottish ale, right? um, I couldn't really find a description off the website for this one, um, but this was what I was able to find out in person as far as the taste to this beer. I felt I liked the taste on this one better than the taste off of the actual uh, Florida State lager, Sunshine State lager. Um, So let's serve these things into a cup here so you can give it a slight taste. You can tell me your 50 cents and then I can give you my 50 cents. Now, as you can see, it's got a nice red tone to it. It does. So it kind of looks like a red ale. Instead of that goldish color you get from the Sunshine, Sunshine State Lager.
1: For the right. rookie beer drinker here, this actually, if you gave this to me and you said, hey, this just looks like cream soda or root beer to me, to be honest.
0: That's what I would first think.
1: That's what you would first think? First,
0: like, uh, I mean, in that cup you have it there, you can easily fool me for you're drinking some, some scotch or some whiskey with that color okay. it's got on
1: it. All right. I give you yeah, bourbon right.
0: whiskey. Okay. Okay. Uh, on, bro. We got to throw soda into this equation? We're talking about beer here. we are going go to the, go into the soda equation? I'm the rookie beer drinker, remember? I see that. Yeah. All right. See what you got. Taste it there for me. See, describe it to me how you taste it. What do you got? I see you there thinking.
1: I've never tasted anything like this before. You've never tasted no, anything like that? I, I can't give a an explanation, because it doesn't taste anything like this.
0: Okay.
1: It doesn't taste bitter.
0: It tastes like...
1: I'm going to try to actually explain the taste. Okay. So let like- me
0: taste it. Let me see what I get. You know, I I tasted it the other day, but it's been 72 hours now. I've drank quite a few beers with you in between, so I already forgot what this thing tastes like. So, So let's see what we got. Okay. I feel like I definitely get a bit of the Sunshine State, Florida lager, but it's got a slight additional bitterness to it on the aftertaste.
1: I didn't that, catch that.
0: That feeds it into what they call that Scottish ale. I like the bitterness though. I like the bitterness they gave it. Uh, I may retract that. I, I, now I feel like this sweeter taste in my mouth. That's yeah.
1: First thing I was thinking about I was like I didn't I didn't taste it as bitter. I didn't taste it as sweet either. So like I
0: said, it, it's hard for me to explain after again having four different beers. Correct. So it's kind of like when you go to like especially when you jump into a stout because now I took you back from a stout back to an ale. So you know now we're kind of taking a step back. So your taste buds are a little whacked out. Yeah. I actually like this beer. Tastes I feel like I can have this beer with any sort of platter.
1: That's what I was actually going to, that's when I said, I I don't understand how to explain it. That's what I was thinking. Like, can I go to, you know, a restaurant and get this? And well, this is
0: a limited edition beer. So they wouldn't have this available at a restaurant, right? Um, This, you would have to go directly to the brewery. As you saw, we had to buy a growler instead of buying a regular beer bottle. right. There wasn't, they didn't have this bottled up. So we had to go for the growler, but I say out of a, rating this beer from a 0.25 to a 5.0 for it being an ale and their version of a scottish ale i would say i would probably land this into the ball field ballpark of about a 4.0 i'll give this a good solid 4 as far as what i would rate that beer
1: here's a question for you then mm-hmm. if this was not a limited beer would you go and get this would you get this and add this to your collection on a day-to-day basis
0: i would i would you know i unfortunately i live Three hundred miles south of here, so that wouldn't be an option because I would have to get this directly from the brewery, unless they can sell it online and ship it to me, which I haven't found. I haven't dug into that, but if they did, I would. Um, I would definitely have it delivered to the house. Uh, I, I actually liked this Scottish ale a lot. I was lucky that the uh, bartender that was there helping us out was able to go ahead and bring me a little sample cup because this was not one of the ones I had ordered on my flight. Um, I remember. I had ordered six different of their beers on my flight to taste. This was not one of those six, right? Um, but this one, I I do not regret having the opportunity to taste. And I think that this, actually, you know what? I'm going to re-rate this. I'm going to give it a five instead of a four. I'll make this one of my five-star beers on my list. It, looked like you, <clears throat> excuse me, it looks like you have to go on that shipping after all then, huh? I, miles yeah, I'm, I'm going to look into the website, see if I can have it delivered. But this is definitely, I was impressed by this beer. And again, guys, this is from uh, Carib Brewing Co. up in Cape Canaveral, Florida, right off the East Coast here in Northern Florida. Um, And anything else you want to add to this, Rohit? Or are we uh, ready to close out for today's bonus episode of Outdoors Brews and Barbecue? I just want to say that it's been an honor and a privilege to be with my brother.
1: Um, Like I said, I've known this man for over a little bit, I think, 15 to 17, I, I'm not good at math, but 2005
0: to 2022 and, and that'll make it 17 years. So. Okay. Am I bit, even
1: doing that math right? I might be wrong myself. Hey, you a- know, 17, 15, 16, whatever. All Point right. is, it's been a while. It's been, but great guy and I'm really honored to be part of his podcast and I'm really proud of him. That's all I got to say. Keep
0: going. All right, man. Thank you so much. Uh, and it was great having you on this episode. Thank you. Everyone out there, thanks for listening in on Outdoors Brews and Barbecue. This is the ending of bonus episode one. Until the next time, later.